Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip our listeners with the helpful insights necessary to simplify critical decision points in life. I'm Josh Clues, and I'm joined today by Alan Wright. We believe that our calling is to enable others to fulfill their own calling, and to that end, we persevere. Okay, welcome, Alan. How are you today? I'm good, Josh. How are you doing? Very well. Are you ready to talk about uh, the exciting piece of optimizing income strategies in retirement? Of course. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> and so by way of, of introduction, um, as we look at it, if, if you were to look at a tax-favored hierarchy of, of savings vehicles, there's going to be multiple strategies that you have in place and, and kind of think of it as a as I said, a hierarchy, but you would want to have your emergency fund, uh, health savings account, your 401k, whether it be Roth or um, regular 401k, after-tax IRA contributions, after-tax 401k contributions, and then other non-qualified options. And then above that, you would get into you know, trusts and, and estate planning. But that's in a perfect world. And the, the challenge that a lot of clients and uh, neighbors out there find is that a lot of these options became available to them after a lot of their work life had already taken place. So for instance, the, the Roth IRA didn't become available until 1998. The health savings account didn't become available until 2003. The Roth 401k didn't become available until 2006 and then the Roth income cap didn't get lifted until 2010 thereby allowing uh, clients to go in and do Roth conversions from their qualified accounts and so uh, as we look at this a lot of our, our friends and neighbors are saying well how do I put all these puzzle pieces together in a strategy uh, that makes sense and then also you know what am I missing out on and and so Alan wouldn't you say that that's a, a common question that we'll get when we we talk to um, folks that are coming in asking us for advice? Yes, taxes is something that, um, you know, no matter who's in office um, in the White House, tax rates always change on various uh, types of investments. And so there's always going to be this ever, ever going conversation about how do I minimize taxes now and in the future? Uh, When's the best time to take certain assets as, as income? And so we see that a lot because, you know, early on, been doing this 20 plus years, early on, the thinking was, you know, when someone retires, okay, let's take out their non-IRA money to live off of prior to, at the time, it was 70 and a half. Now, with some recent tax changes, it's now 72 when you have your required minimum distributions. So we were always talking about maximizing or optimizing their tax situation between age, say, call it 60 and 70 and a half. The problem that that creates and had created, though, was is that these IRAs, which is typically someone's most largest asset, will continue to grow over that time. And so by the time they're at there were 70 and a half, now 72, the, the required minimum distribution on that, whether they need it or not, is going to throw off a, an income amount that's going to put them in a tax bracket that they're not really comfortable being in and they have no desire to be in. And they really shouldn't be in because they don't need all that income. And so uh, trying to then strategize that out of how do we make that work now and in the future really comes to looking at their tax return. And, and what, what we see is most advisors 
that our clients have worked with previously have never asked for their tax return. And there could be a variety of reasons for that that we won't get into, but unless you're looking at their tax return and seeing really all the numbers behind the, the return, they really can't plan out the best way to take income. Mm-hmm. And, and that creates a, a big problem, but not only for the, for the client, for that current generation, for the future generations. Because when they pass those assets on to their, to their kids, those assets, they're going to have 10 years where they've got to drain that, that fund, if you will. And it could put them right squarely in their highest income earning year. So you could really be creating a huge tax problem for your kids without ever realizing only because you're trying to take care of, of your tax bracket today. Absolutely. And, and you touched on it there, but the thing that exacerbated, the two things that I think that exacerbate all of this are longevity, right? Everybody's living longer than they had ever anticipated in their 40s and 50s. And then number two is that the recent um, beneficiary IRA going away and like having to compress that timeline into that 10-year period. So the things is, as I look at it is, okay, I, I want to know what their tax rate is today, what a client's tax rate is today, what it's going to be at 72 when you know they had to take RMDs if they you know, didn't take anything. And then I want to see what it's going to be at age 90, age 95. And then how do we, how do we smooth that out over a period of time? Um, and, and to your point, Alan, we're relatively confident that if your advisor has not asked for your 1040 tax return and he has not talked to you about what your tax rate is at those junctures, those junctures that I just laid out, we're relatively confident that that could be an issue for you and especially for your kids. Um, so the, the next way that we, we like to look at this, Alan, is, is through the bucketing approach. Um, could you speak a little bit more to that and, and how we work around those different issues? Sure. So the way we look at uh, income flows is really from a bucketing strategy, which puts your assets in different time frames. Uh, bucket one is going to be one to typically five years of income. Uh, bucket two is going to be another five years worth of income. And then bucket three is going to be the rest of your assets. And so really on, on bucket one, that's where you're kind of drawing your paycheck from. We're going to make sure that we're not creating a, a big taxable event along the way because what that's going to allow us to do is look at your IRAs and possibly do um, some, some Roth conversions on that. Because like you said, the Roth 401k hasn't been available uh, very long in Roths as well. And so most of our clients don't have a large amount of assets in those, uh, in those types of vehicles. So we'd be looking at minimizing their taxes today, but also then converting those dollars that are in their IRAs for the future to be in Roths uh, where they'll no longer be taxed. Uh, but we also want to tax manage the, the equity pieces uh, and the rest of the portfolio uh, so you're not continuing to exacerbate that problem. So you really got to look at it holistically, look at it, all your assets and where your income needs to come from um, and the vehicles of where the, those dollars currently are and make sure that it's all working together, not against each other. Absolutely. Um, and the, the last piece, you know, so we talked about the the cash and the munis within bucket one, bucket two being a mixture of uh, taxable income versus uh, income tax you know, income. But that bucket three piece, uh, those Roth conversions really come in to your your favor when they're passed on to your kids because your kids can leave them alone for that 10-year period after you pass, and then they have to put them into a taxable account, and that's where the cap gains, uh, you know, time ticker starts starts collecting but 
uh, prior to that, you know, if, if it was in just a regular IRA back to that taxable income piece, you're helping smooth out that scenario for not just yourself, but also your kids as well. Um, so it's really important to look at it in, in the whole. And then um, it's not uncommon for us when we look at that to actually look at you know that that entirety that 30 or in some cases even 40 year time span and say man you know we if you just change a an effective tax rate by one or two percent over that period of time it, it pays huge consequences to to your benefit and to your heirs benefit yeah and you really don't want to lose out on lower tax brackets that you that you have available to you and that's really why it's important to do a lot of tax planning along with the investment planning to make sure that you are taking advantage of the tax brackets that are available. Because a lot of times we can get clients paying a lower tax bracket uh, in retirement than they were while they were working, even though they may be taking out the same amount of income. And so that's really important. Then on the Roth, real quickly, one of the changes in one of the recent tax uh, things that were passed is that you used to, Roth could live on in perpetuity. You never had to take money from it. Now, uh, one of the requirements is once it's passed on, they've got 10 years to take the funds. They're not going to pay tax on it, but they still have to take the funds. But like you said, Josh, at the end of the 10 years, they don't touch it or whatever they still have left in there. They pull out. It's a non-taxable event, but now it's in a taxable account that from that point forward will be taxed at long-term capital gains rates. Yep. Yep. So hopefully this has been helpful um, for your specific situation because, again, we, we want you to be a wise steward and an equipped steward of the options that are necessary for you um, that are out there in the marketplace. And we truly, again, believe that our calling is to enable you to fulfill your own and the degree to which we can take the guesswork um, and the indecision out of your financial life is the degree to which we feel successful and we are fulfilled is, you know, within our practice. So. Hopefully this is helpful. If you have any questions or would like us to dive deeper into any specific topic for you, feel free to reach out at infohouston at carsonwealth.com. Thank you again. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Take care. Well, that is all for today. We appreciate your time and trust that you are better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. If you have questions or suggestions for a future topic, please direct those to infohouston at carsonwealth.com. Thank you again for joining us today. May you and your family encounter truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth podcast of advisor and host are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities and advisory services offered through Satera Advisory Networks, LLC, broker-dealer and a registered investment advisor, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services also offered through CWM, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Satera Advisor Networks, LLC is under separate ownership from the other named entity. Josh Clues is a non-producing registered representative of Satera Advisor Networks, LLC. Our local address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, Woodlands, Texas, 77380. Generally, a donor-advised fund is a separately identified fund or account that is maintained and operated by a Section 501c3 organization, which is called a sponsoring organization. Each account is composed of contributions made by individual donors. Once the donor makes the contribution, the organization has legal control over it. However, the donor or the donor's representative retains the advisory privileges with respect to the distribution of the funds and the investment of assets in the account. 
donors take a tax deduction for all contributions at the time they're made, even though the money may not be dispersed to the charity until much later.